previously on Adequately Advanced Magic. Okay, so as the the last of the cold energies dissipate and the light frost clears my vision, Niklaus, to his horror, sees that the creature is still prepping his attack, and as it raises its arms above its head to deliver a mighty slam, you notice that the arms have sections that start falling apart as the acid that had been sprayed on it many, many turns ago finally managed to eat through its critical joints, causing it to crumble apart. It kicks up a bunch of dust. The three of you breathe in relief. Is it, is it over? The three of you hear some slow clapping coming from the courtyard. As you're phasing in and out of reality, hey Klaus, the slow clapping has been intensifying as it grows louder and louder. It seems like the person is walking towards you. And then you see Lillian appear in the doorway. Oh no, Braz. Welcome to Falcon's Reach, a city in which magic is technology. You're listening to Adequately Advanced Magic. Here, Niklaus and Cirrus, the three of you find yourselves inside the Souls Mart. Standing in the doorway in the entrance to the Souls Mart is Lillian, and he's peering in with some curiosity. His eyes meet yours, Niklaus, and he's like, Brah, Niklaus, is that you? Uh, hey, Lillian. Brah, I didn't expect to see you here. Yeah, I've been staying at this apartment complex. It's kind of shitty right now. He takes a look behind you and he sees the crumpled remains of the Earth Elemental. And he continues, So good to see you, brah. <laughs> How you feeling nowadays? Brah. I've, I've been better. I've been better. This uh, giant rock monster attacked me and my friends. It was terrible. So I take it you, you, and, you and your friends are the ones who keep stopping me, brah? Stopping you? Hey, you wouldn't happen to have any healing potions, would you? I'm, I'm kind of under the weather. It's kind of hard to talk to you right now. Not bra. Uh, that's that's unfortunate. Bro, why do you why do you guys care about this apartment so much? Oh, we we, we live here. Okay, bra checks out. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's innocent people living here. Yeah, we're innocent, ish. Nicholas, go ahead and do a Constitution saving throw. What row? Let's see. Constitution saving throw. I get a plus seven to that, which is oh, good because I rolled nice. a three, so that'll be ten. For a hot second, the voices in your head intensify until it all accumulates into a sharp white noise. You take a look around and suddenly you find yourself just in a completely empty desert. You blink again and you're back in the Souls Mart. Lillian sees this and he's like, Bra, you're not looking too good, bra. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think that thing punched some of my insides in the wrong spot. Not bra. I read your file, bra. My file? Yeah, bra. Who do you think Volan told you, bra, for these experiments? Ooh, oh, that's some good corporate terminology. Wait, that was that was you? Yep, bra. You almost got me in trouble poking around. Looking at files you weren't supposed to look at? I don't know what you mean. Well, don't worry about it, Brock, because I forgive you. <laughs> How about you come work for me again, Brock? Well, there's the whole I'm, I'm currently, like, dying thing right now. Just say the word, bra, and I can make the voices go away. Brock. You can live in a fancy apartment. You can keep the magical powers. All you gotta do is come work for me again, Brock. You're too good for these guys anyways, brah. He raises his nose at the poor people. 
<laughs> the pores. <laughs> What's the end game here, Lillian? What were you trying to accomplish? Bro, we're gonna be rich. We're gonna put the magic back in people, brah. How many of these experiments failed? You don't want to know, brah. How many rogue magic users like the fourth in our pod are there? He notably remains silent in response to this particular question. That, you know, her character brings up a great point. I feel like she's coming to kill everyone that was involved in the project. I don't really want to be in her sights when she does. <laughs> Correct. She summoned a demon, killed one of my best friends. Like, it wasn't a good time. Sarah says, Is that why Valerie's dead? To line your pocketbook? She looks very angry. And created an extremely powerful magic user with a vendetta. Bruh, let's be real, Valerie was not good at her job. So I fired her, bruh. She's my friend, you son of a bitch! And, like, steps forward towards him. He doesn't seem particularly scared of you. She says, Lillian Oha, for the death of a police officer and countless other civilians, for ruining the lives of the people at this plaza, and for the illegal magic experience that you've conducted, I am placing you under arrest as my authority as an officer of the Falcon Streets Police Department. And holds up her, her warhammer and points it at him. Lillian looks at you, Nick Klaus, and he's like, Bruh, so that's how it's gonna be? You never did tell me what your plan was to deal with the uh, the fourth person in the pod. Or why you think you're empowered to do experiments on people against their will. Bras, these are all excellent <laughs> questions. <laughs> Collective bras. <laughs> Bra bras of the world. I'm using the royal bra here. <laughs> but bras, I don't got time to answer these questions. Because you're going to jail with uh, Cirrus here? Officer Cirrus? Not nah, bras, I'm going to kill everybody here and then stick you guys into research pods again. Bras. Bras. That's a no from me, brah. He whips his arm in front of him and dramatically takes off his hoodie. Oh, shit. You see on his arm there is a very large magical bracer. <clears throat> How dramatically does he take off his hoodie? Super dramatically. Oh, So much drama. His, his hair flies in the air. Ooh. It goes into slow motion. <laughs> he just chucks the hoodie, his 5,000 gold hoodie, onto the floor. The camera captures it from different angles. Yeah. <laughs> it takes so much money to make a, a hoodie look that fashionable. And also drab. <laughs> Doves start <But> flying. <laughs> There's just birds. <laughs> a white dove flies somewhere yeah. through the scene. The bracer glows with magic, and the three of you feel a strong wind emanating around Lillian as he begins hovering off the floor. The three of you see that as the nearby dust gets kicked up, it begins to sort of form these little mini tornadoes around his body. And we're gonna roll initiative. Woohoo! Alright. This is gonna go great. I, I believe in you guys. Do you, do you actually believe in us? No, I actually do not. Okay. <laughs> I got a 16. It's, a, it's comforting to hear from your DM. It's going to be an, a, yeah, an after, 11. After we've expended all our heavy spells on uh, the elementals. Yeah, it's going to be an 11 for Niklaus. Here, here, Niklaus and Sears, the three of you are each about 20-ish feet away from Lillian, who is standing in the doorway leading into the Souls Mart. Behind you, Tiger gets up and heads over to check on Audrey. And Sirius, we're going to start with you. Sirius says, You know what? Jail will be too good for you. I'm going to judge you myself. And pulls out her guiding bolt shotgun and shoots it at him. She pulls out her laptop and writes a scathing blog post. <laughs> Leon Aha is a subpar employee of Valdivian. <laughs> His customer service skills are awful. <laughs> He was supposed to get me my document in five minutes. It took him six. All right. Pew. Does a 17 hit Lillian? A 17 does not hit. Oh, no. Shoot. It goes wide. 
But he took off his magic hoodie, you said. <laughs> well, now he's covered in air armor. Oh, that's right. Your guiding bolt looks like it's almost about to strike him in the chest. And then an accumulation of air right where it would hit just like pushes your bolt off to the side and it like explodes a hole in the wall. Sad, but I said something super dramatic. <laughs> Is there anything for me to take cover behind? We can say there's some debris from the broken shelves. Okay, I dive behind a broken shelf and take cover. Yep. Lillian hovers over to you, Niklaus, and tries to grapple you. Let go! We're gonna do a contested athletics versus athletics or acrobatics. I will do acrobatics. It's gonna be a 10 for Niklaus. He rolled a 9. I guess as he tries to grab me, I slip on some of my own blood, causing him to miss. <laughs> and he just stays there. That's his turn, actually. Is it really windy for me? Yeah, it's quite windy. He, li- he like, tries to grab you, but you manage to sort of, like, slip out of his grasp. Mm-hmm. And now it's Hercure's turn. Okay, Sirius looks pretty rough, yes? Yep. I will walk over, put my hand on her, and cast Cure Wounds! Oh! My wounds! She gets seven hit points back. Thanks, Herky. <laughs> You're welcome. Sibby's totally cool with me calling him that. He's not. <laughs> Niklaus, it's your turn. Hmm, so Niklaus is just right next to him, right? Yep. All gassy and stuff. Heh. <laughs> he turns to face Elian and he says, This is not going to look good on your quarterly TPS report as he casts Mind Sliver. He has to make an intelligence saving throw. Intelligence saving throw. Oh, that's going to hurt. He rolls a three. Nice. Cool. He takes 2d6 damage. Ow. Takes seven psychic damage. He's like, ouch, brah. You hurt my feelings. Do you do anything else? No, but the other effect is that he has to subtract 1d4 from his next saving throw. Oh. All right. It's back to the top. It's Sirius' turn. Okay. Sirius is like, your win won't save you from me. And and she reloads with her shotgun with the witch bolt and then shoots witch bolt at Lillian. That's a 20. 20 hits. Oh, damn. Wow. 1d12 lightning damage. Okay. He takes seven lightning damage. So I pop up from behind the shelf. I say my most badass of lines and then I shoot lightning like force lightning out of my shotgun and it like continues to affect it like it's a constant stream of force lightning and Sirius sort of looks down at the shotgun like oh my oh my Tamara goodness gracious that's 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 got a kick to it and that's and then she she remains behind cover but also with her head she's like half behind cover now yeah your rich bolt slams into the armor slightly electrifying him zap is this a is this a lightning spell? Yes, it does lightning. Oh, it actually doesn't look like it was that effective. Dang it! I was like, oh, this is gonna be good. Nope. <laughs> He's got air protection. I think is is what we can. Yeah, uh, your beam of crackling blue energy flies out towards Lillian, and it sort of like connects with his armor, but it just sort of like sucks it up. You can see that his hair is a little bit like staticky. This is like the opposite of Pokemon rules. <laughs> He's going to attempt to grapple Niklaus again. God, so touchy-feely. I just want a hug, brah. That's not as good. Five plus two is seven. He rolls an eight. Oh, oh no. The two of you sort of like fumble around each other. It's very awkward. <laughs> but he does grab a hold of your collar and he starts picking you up. Are you going to let him attack your clothing choices that way? He flies with you. 10 feet out of the door, and then 20 feet up into the air. Oh, son of a... He looks down on you, and he's like, Bruh, last chance, bruh. Lillian, think about what you're doing. This is not building brand synergy. (laughs) (laughs) He's just gonna keep holding you up in the air as he continues to sort of, like, threaten you. Mm, Okay. Turkey, it's your turn. From your angle inside the store, it's sort of hard to see where Lilia and Niklaus are. Yes. Herkir is going to run out the door. All right, what does he see? You see Lillian floating 20 feet up in the air, and he's holding on to Niklaus. All right. 
Herkir takes a breath, feels the circle of life and death, and casts blindness on Lillian. Oh. oh. He must make a constitution saving throw. Rolls a 11. Man, these uh, rolls today. That fails. He is blinded for one minute, although at the end of each of his turns, he can make a constitution saving throw to, if he succeeds, it, the spell will end early. And that's Hercules' turn. Lillian flinches in the air, and he's just like, Bruh, I can't see. <laughs> Nick Klaus, it's your turn. Lillian, we're going to have to have an HR meeting about this. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he has Mind Sliver again, so another intelligence saving throw. Does have to subtract a 1d4 from it. 1d4. He rolled a 18. He's going to subtract 1. 17. That is above the DC, so he does not take damage. He says, Bri, we can only go to HR if you work for me. It's a good incentive. It's called third-party arbitration. <laughs> <laughs> Serious, it's your turn. I'm assuming he's exceeded the 30-foot range for, of my Witch Bolt at this point. Also, you can't see him. That's true. Correct. Yep. <laughs> you have to move. Cirrus runs out after them, expending all of her movement to get there. So if I run 30 feet out of the Soul's Mart, can I see them above me? Yep. All right. Cirrus is going to take her rope that she has, and she's going to lasso Lillian. <laughs> This is really all she could do. So you might as well lasso them both. I mean, why not? Listen, she needs to pull them both down. She's like, she's like, no, not Nicklaus too, and attempts to rope Lillian. Is that ju- would that just be a ranged attack, Joey? Yeah. Okay. I'll, yeah. Uh, here, I'll I'll let you use a free action to pull out the lasso, a bonus action to tie it into a lasso, and then you can try and like hook him. It will just be a net. Okay. Th- thank you, Joey. Thank you for the for the generosities. Uh, All right. So, is a net? I don't know how a net works. Is that a ranged attack, though? It is a ranged attack. They taught us how to do this quickly in the police academy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm a I'm gonna I'm a net him. I can't wait for this to amount to like not not much with the roll. Oh no! I got a I got a twenty three. Wow! You net him. Yeah, I like. He's now restrained and blind. I told you you wouldn't be able to escape justice. Well, now it gets sort of complicated, but, uh, hmm. Now I have a Lillian kite. I'm very sorry for you, Joey. <laughs> Lillian <laughs> kite. <laughs> I just wanted to do something creative. It's Lillian's turn. He has now been netted, he is blind. Uh, he's going to first attempt to fly up, but realize that he's netted. Also blind. Also blind. So he's going to drop Nicklaus the 20 feet. Oh no! Okay, so you just take 2d6 damage unless you want to do something, Nicklaus. Well, well, I can't do anything uh, until my turn. So I fall. You fall into the ground on your ass. You take 10 damage. Okay, good. That I'm still conscious. Barely. After dropping Nicklaus, Lillian's going to land on the ground. Feeling that he's being... The rope sort of, like, loosens its slack because he's actually technically getting closer to you. Which is... Technically, this is not how restrained works, but I don't know how to deal with restrained when you're flying around in the air. Me neither. In any case, he lands right next to you, Sirius, and then he sort of senses your presence. He's going to try to... Is he within 10 feet of me? Just... Uh, he is, actually. Okay. I'm going to use my reaction to deal 1d4 necrotic damage unless it succeeds on a con- constitution saving throw against my spell save DC. Okay, what is the what are you doing exactly? It's my halo of spores feature. So if he moves into a space within 10 feet of me, which is what happened essentially, or starts its turn there, I can use my reaction to deal 1d4 necrotic damage to it unless it succeeds on the yep. con chokes save. on his spores. His his necrotic 30 spores. Yep. <laughs> As he lands within 10 feet of you, Hercure, you reflexively release a bunch of spores. <laughs> you just, like, poof out some dust. Poof. It's always there. Poof. Now it just attacks him. <laughs> it becomes visible. Yeah. <laughs> Goes in his lungs. He rolls a constitution, right? Yeah. Uh, he rolls an eight. 
That does not succeed. So he takes 1d4 necrotic damage. Takes four points of necrotic damage. Your spores get mixed up in his air elemental armor. And then he's going to turn his focus to Cirrus, or where he at least, like, thinks you are. And he's going to manifest... Destiny. I was going to say the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) A flail out of air. And he's going to try and attack you three times with disadvantage because he's blind. The first attack is either a 14 or a 13. Both would hit. All right, that's one attack. All right. Second attack is either a 15 or 12. Both would hit. Oh, my God. I'm not wearing armor. (laughs) The last attack is either a 23 or an 18. Yeah, both would hit. My AC is 11 right now. Oh, God. The first attack deals 10 damage. Ow. The second attack does another 10 damage. All right. And the third attack does four damage. Oh, all right. Hanging on by a literal thread. Sirius has one HP left. And at the end of the turn, he's going to do the constitution saving throw for the blindness. He rolls a five. Uh, well, that that does not pass. All right. Here, here, it's your turn. Okay. Herkir is going to activate his symbiotic entity. So using a my wild shape feature, I gain 20 temporary hit points, and I deal more hail damage, and my we- melee weapon attacks deal extra damage. Um, and that's what he's going to do. And then he circles around to move next to uh, Lillian in preparation. Yep, the three of you have him surrounded on three sides. <laughs> Niklas, it's your turn. Uh, I, I got the ground covered. Uh, he says as he slowly stands up. Pretty sure there's broken bones, lots of bleeding, mild concussion, possibly severe. Uh, and he casts Mind Sliver on Lillian again. He rolls a two for his intelligence saving throw. Nice. Fails. Takes seven psychic damage. Lily's like, brah, stop doing that. Brah. Brah. You shouldn't brah. have dropped me. I don't like psychic damage, brah. Brah, it reminds me of my father. So much psychic damage to me, brah. This explains a lot. So it does explain a lot. And we're back at the top with Sirius. Alright. With one hand still on the rope, Sirius pulls out her Warhammer, and with what she pretty sure is her last moments, throws it all into this attack, and is going to attack with her Warhammer, with advantage because he is blinded. Correct. So it's either a 15 or... Does a 15 hit? A 15 does not hit. <laughs> Putting it all in. All right, second attack. It's either a 19 or... Does a 19 hit? A 19 hits. All right. Nice. I, did, I did say I was doing this one-handed, so this is a D8. All right, he will take 10 bludgeoning damage. You attempt to bludgeon him. You whack him pretty good, but it, the air also slightly deflects your hammer. It does not seem to be particularly effective. Yeah, Sirius Cir- doesn't have a lot of good tools in this fight, but she's <laughs> going to do her best. She continues to restrain him, though. All right, is it the start of his turn? It is the start of his turn. Within 10 feet of me? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm using my reaction and my empowered magical spores. Attack him again! So he makes his constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw, he rolls an 18. Well, that succeeds, so nothing happens. Yeah, as your spores attempt to attack Lillian, his vacuum arms suck up the spores. <laughs> On his turn, he turns to Sirius and he's like, Bruh, let me go. N- no? <laughs> <laughs> Is he, he's still blinded, right? He's still blinded. <laughs> he's going to multi-attack against you, Sirius. We, we could just say he, he beats me. <laughs> 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 Do you want me to go through all the rolls? Or... Okay, if you think... Okay, sure. I, he's got this advantage, advantage okay, there, so... there's, there's technically still a very small percentage chance that he might not hit you. Yes, if he rolls below an 11 on each of the three attacks, then yes. Correct. Okay, first attack. Oh, no, it's 20, It's either a 24 or a 9, so he misses the first uh, one. Oh! He flails at you again. First attack is either a 17 or... Oh, it's a 24. Right. 23. Yeah. He hits you. 
with non-lethal damage. Ooh, interesting. Because he's planning on taking you guys back to the laboratory for experiments. That sounds, that sounds not good. Sirius falls unconscious. He whacks you against the side of the head, and you crumple to the floor. As she, fall, as she falls unconscious, she just says, Valerie, and then falls unconscious. At the end of his turn, he's going to do the constitution saving throw to see if he's still blind. He rolls a 13. That is not high enough. He's still blinded. He flails around with his Hooray. flail. Hehe. 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 it's your turn. Oh, boy. And I just saw her Warhammer didn't do very much, correct? Correct. All right. I'm going to try a chill touch. I make a ranged spell attack. Natural 20. That hits. Nice. 26. You crit. Woo! Nice. All right. Finish her. On a hit, the target takes 1d8 necrotic damage. He takes... Seven points of necrotic damage, and it can't regain hit points until the start of my next turn. Always. There is a, a ghostly skeletal hand clinging to him as well now, chilling him with the touch of the grave. Cool. Yes, we are one point hit point at a time. We are slowly, <laughs> slowly working him down. That, that but, chip but damage. Yeah, but seriously, though. The, uh, he's like, the number of ailments he is suffering is truly <laughs> astounding at this point. Uh, he's, he's no longer restrained because, because Sirius is unconscious now and can't hold onto the rope. But he is still blind, and now he has like an extra skeletal ghostly hand just clutching on one of his arms. The air tries to repel it, but you manage to latch on. We're coming at him with our weakest abilities now. <laughs> He'll never expect it. Yeah. Niklaus, it's your turn. Niklaus begins crawling towards uh, Cirrus. Cirrus, are you okay? Cirrus does not respond. Hercure, do you have any healing left? I do, but I just attacked. Okay, well, this might be the end, man. <laughs> you guys are just casually having this conversation as Lillian is standing in the middle of the two of you guys. Yeah, he's not gonna interrupt. He's a bro. Yeah, he's, he's like bra. Bra. Say goodbyes, bra. Recognize feelings, man. I recognize a bra moment when I see one. Bra. 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 Can't believe you would do this, Lillian. Yep, bra. You're the worst. Totally not chill. Is he Kyle's mind silver again? He rolls a eight on his intelligence saving throw. He fails. It'll be eight psychic damage. Chip it away. Yeah, Lillian, as your mind sliver stabs into his mind, he says, Brah, I gotta make my dad proud, okay, brah? It took away the one memory I had where my dad was happy with me. <laughs> it's his turn now because Sirius is, I won't say you're conscious, but just like unable to do anything really. From your position on the floor, you see Lillian raise his air flail and strike at Niklaus. He's still blind though, right? He's still blind. So it's first attack is either a 25 mm. or 10. 10 misses. He misses his first attack. Second attack is either a 21 Ooh. or a nat 1. Uh, nice. Would have been he nice misses. earlier. He misses his second attack. Third attack is either oh, it's a nat, it's a nat 1. Misses or 25. Again. He misses three times in a row. <laughs> Where were these rolls before? Lillian's still blind, flails around with his flail, trying to hit you. And even though you're completely, absolutely exhausted, you somehow manage to dodge all of his attacks. And it's back to Hercure. Alright. Hercure will move over to Cirrus, put a hand on her, and cast Cure Wounds. You get you got hit this. points. Oh, <gasps> Hirky, thank you. Hirky, you run over to the series and you cast Cure Wounds and a little tinkle of health. Tinkle. Tinkle, tinkle. Lands on Sirius and you gain eight health points, waking you up. Niklaus, it's your turn. Wait, he's still blinded, right? Oh, wait, he forgot to roll his thing. Okay, let him roll, roll his thing. Okay, he rolled a nat one again. Wow, this okay. getting getting rid of this die tonight. Well, he they can't do any opportunity attacks when he can't see me, so... Niklaus begins stumbling away, saying, Lillian, 
You won't get away with this. Don't you know what you've done? Quarter four is gonna be terrible. It does another uh, cast of uh, Mind Spike. Or Mind Sliver, sorry. Lillian again. This time he rolls a 16 on his intelligence saving throw. So that is the save, so he saves. He's like, bruh, you're not my dad. Wait, did he <laughs> did he fail last time? No. Wait, did he? Yeah. Did he? he took he took damage. Okay, yeah, he did, yeah. So he has to subtract 1d4. Oh, 1d4. It was a three. So with the uh the debuff on his intelligence saving throw, he fails this saving throw. And takes another 2d6 damage. Nice. Takes four psychic damage. Reapplies the debuff. He's like, bro, maybe you are my dad. <laughs> And he's he's still talking to talking to Lillian, trying to draw him away from the others. Sirius, it's your turn. So if Nicholas moved south away from Lillian, Sirius is going to move north, thirty feet, and she's going to take out her shotgun again and fire off the last witch bolt module in there. Do it. Do it. To no effect. That's a fifteen. A fifteen does not hit. Wait, I have advantage. Hold on. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's worse. That's a 14. Okay, so 15 is the highest I got on that. That does not hit. Sad. Everybody's in the courtyard right now, and your witch bolt shoots wide, and it explodes the fountain. Oh. Sorry. It's Lillian's turn now, and he's going to... Wait. Is he within 10 feet of me? Yep. He needs to make a con save. I'm attacking him with spores. Oh, he rolls a 10. That does not make it. He takes... He takes seven points of necrotic damage. Wow. Yeah, boosted at 2d4 now. He's going to charge up his flail with lightning, and he's going to attempt to hit you. He either rolls a 25 or a 25. Well, both of those would hit. The immediate flail damage is eight, and then the extra lightning damage is an extra 16 lightning damage. Ow. Well, there goes all my temporary hit points. And do a constitution saving throw. 17. You pass. You're not stunned. Hooray! And it's your turn, Hercure. All right. Hercure's had enough of that. He's going to move north, similarly to... Wait, hold up. Let me roll his thing to see if he gets out of the blind. Okay. Relevant. Good god. He was a three on his constitution saving. Th- Wait, no, it's a seven. Still not very good. Yeah, and I don't think it's been one minute late yet, so the spell is still active. Although <laughs> maybe getting close. And then he produces fire and throws it at him. He rolls a nine, though, so I don't believe he hits. A nine does not hit. Your produced flame just gets caught up in the air vacuum cleaner and just yep. dissipates. Wow. Nicklaus, it's your turn. You find yourself next to the destroyed fountain. Wah, wah. Nicklaus yells out to Lillian, Can't you see what you've done? Or I guess you can't. <laughs> <laughs> mind, mind sliver. Uh, making fun of the blind. <laughs> Classic. Well, it's temporarily blind. For the mind sliver, he rolls a 17. Passes. Boo. And it's Sirius' turn. Sirius is going to ready in action to uh, whack Lillian with her warhammer if Lillian comes within five feet of her. And we'll also take a free action to pull out her shield. Yeah, you do that. I do that. Lillian flies over. He does like a cool swirly move and he brings his flail down onto Nicklaus. First attack is either a... Oh, it's a nat one. He, he nat ones again. <laughs> Second attack is either a 14 or a 11. He misses. Third attack is either a 24 or a 14. Misses. Wow. Nice. And he's going to see if he reloads his lightning. He does not. And then he's going to roll for the blind. He rolls a nine. Still not. <laughs> still not enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not actually fudging these rolls. So. I, w- I was going to ask, <laughs> like, are, Joey, are you doing this for us? Or are you... <laughs> No, at this I point, I actually it's... much prefer it the other way. <laughs> we're gonna chip we're gonna away whittle at him. him down one. We're gonna get up with bad time. Here, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's your turn. He is sort of far away from you now. He is, but I can move. 
Herkir moves forward. He's going to produce flame again and hurl it at him. 21. 21 hits. Aha. For nine points of fire damage. Your little modifier smacks him in the back of the head as he attempts to attack Niklaus. And he's like, bro, it's back to you, Niklaus. Niklaus does his best to throw his voice. I don't know if he's any good at that. He's got a little performance ability to make it sound like he's talking from the other side of Ilian when he says, not over there, idiot, as he casts my sliver again. <laughs> he rolls a one, an unnatural one. Nice. Insult this guy to death. Seven psychic damage. <laughs> You're dumb. Ah! I have been vanquished. Cirrus, it's your turn. Alright. Cirrus runs forward 30 feet in the direction of Lillian. And she doesn't make it there. But the rope that's still attached to him is 50 feet long. And so she grabs it on the ground right, and restrains re-roll him. Your, re-roll your grapple check. Alright. Might be more useful than attacking at this point for Cirrus. <laughs> but we'll see what the dice say. The dice say that she gets a 19 on her athletics check. Nice. He rolls a 17. Oh, I got him, boys. Nice. He's going to attempt to whack at Niklaus again. It's either a 18 or an 18. Oh, she no. hits. Dealing 10 damage. Ah. Are you still up? Nope. Oh, no. He finally connects, even though he's blind as fuck. Yeah. He just whacks you in the torso, and you crumple to the floor. He's going to... He's technically sort of restrained, but the way lassos work, I don't think you can keep him from getting closer to you. I mean, probably. Not without some sort of lasso expertise. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. going to fly over to you, Sirius, and he's going to also attempt to whack you. First attack is either a 11 or a 24. Now that I have my shield out, he misses. And his last attack of this turn, it's either a 14 or a 10. He also misses. He's going to nice. see if he reloads his lightning strike. He does not and he's going to see if he can finally get out of this blind. He rolls an 18. Well, the, that'll the, do it. That's the saving throw thing. His next saving throw, he has to subtract 1d4 because I hit him with the last... He subtracts 4. Attack. It's a 14. That's still just enough. <sighs> Dang it. He finally wipes the blindness from his eyes, and he's like, Bruh. Bruh. Sweet sight. <laughs> he finally gets a good look at you. He's like, bro, you want to go on a date after this? The only date you're going on is a date with justice. Nailed it. All right, here, here, it's your turn. All right. I'm just going to move to stay behind him a little bit. And then produce flame and throw it at him again. 20. A 20 hits. Woohoo! He takes nine points of fire damage. Another of your flames smacks him in the back of the head, and he's like, bruh. Stop doing that. Would you stop attacking my friends and surrender to authorities? Nah, bro. Then we're at an impasse. Sirius, it's your turn. Sirius is going to use her action to disengage. Still holding onto this rope, of course. And we'll run 30 feet south back to where Nicholas is. Yep, so her, her main priority right now is on keeping him restrained. Alright, he's going to follow you, Sirius. He's going to fly over and bring his flails down on you. Alright, he still has disadvantage because he's restrained. He was double disadvantaged before. First attack is either a 14 or a 26. Alright, that will hit. Uh, Dealing 12 damage. Alright, Sirius (laughs) is unconscious again. It's not looking too good. Might be it. He begins to head back towards Hirkir, seeing as he is the only one still conscious. Oh, boy. The two of you lock eyes. Lillian now is also starting to look a little beat up, and he prepares to head over to you to whack you. Me no like. Hirkir, it's your turn. Okay. Hirkir will throw another flame. 
That's a 15. A 15 does not hit. All right, he will retreat. You run 30 feet towards the back corner of the plaza. Yes. Lillian leaps up into the air and flies the 60 feet to land right next to you. Oh, he must make a constitution save. He's entered 10 feet of me. He rolls a one. He takes three. He takes six points of necrotic damage. As he lands, he sneezes. And he's like, (coughs) he pretends like he's dying. And then he's like, just kidding, bro. Just a little funny joke for you, bro. I see. You know you're not funny at all, right? Oh, bro. damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and Hercules, back to you. All right. I don't remember. Did I pick up my staff? Yeah, you guys collected all your belongings That's because, right. yeah, you guys uh, took a second to go back and got, get all your stuff. All right. He will attack him with his staff. No, he won't. That's a nine. A nine misses. You attempt to whack him with your staff, but the air just pushes it out of the way. Lillian says, bruh, how's this for not funny? And then <laughs> he rolls his flail attacks. First one is a 25. Okay, yes, that hits. Dealing 11 di- bludgeoning damage, non-lethal. Oh, okay. Second attack is a nat 20. Oh, no. There this we go. This should uh, put me down. Uh, it's 13 bludgeoning damage. Yep, I'm at zero hit points. Negative two hit point. You also crumple to the ground. The three of you are mostly unconscious. The three of you can still, like, are, everything's blurry for you. You can sort of, like, barely see. There's blood everywhere. You feel like shit. You look like shit. Lillian looms over you, Kier Kier, with a with just this expression of smugness. He's like, yeah, brah. That's right, brah. You're still ugly. As Lillian looms over you, here, here we see a scene of the police officers attempting to fight the fire elemental. They are terrible at aiming, but they are trying their goddamn best. Luckily for them, they are very good at tactically retreating. Each time as the fire elemental approaches them, they move back slightly and continue to open fire unabatedly. The fire elemental does, however, Touch Officer Yudai for a hot second, and his hat lights on fire. He has to run back. He has to put it out. Oh, no. We also see Virginia and Galzar continue to battle the water elemental. Galzar is unleashing shotgun blasts, and at some point has to reach into it to pull out Virginia, who is now sopping wet in her very fancy suit. She continues to attempt to punch. And we also see the rest of the denizens of the business plaza. They're hiding in one of the rooms. We see a close-up of Constance's face, her brow furrowed in worry. She hasn't seen Audrey. But she's still trying to do her best to try and protect the door. We cut back to the courtyard. Hikiru laying crumpled on the floor in front of Lillian. What you thinking about? is thinking about his friends who he's feels he's just let down. Everyone who suffered at the hands of this dude's experiments. I'm wishing he had the ability to summon a demon like that other woman to destroy him forever. Yeah. As you're laying on the floor, your gaze, you can see Niklaus and Sirius also crumpled on the floor, about 60 feet away from you. Niklaus, what are you thinking about? Niklaus is thinking about what led him here. All of the, the voices in his head that he'd heard even before going into the pod. Why, why they said the name Lenormer. Why they set him on this path that led him to where he's at now. And uh, he sees his compatriots on the floor unconscious, or nearly. And he's like, I wonder if they would even be here if I hadn't gone investigating this. And uh, so he he uh, he brings down those uh, mental barriers that he has for the voices, and he, he lets them all in. Ooh. All right, Sirius, what are you thinking about? All right, so Sirius is thinking back to a memory that she has of her coming home from a particularly tough day of a police academy training, and her dad consoling her, like, "What's wrong, Sirius?" And she says, "I'm just I'm not strong enough." 
And then the scene switches between that and her at lunch with Valerie, and then her like crying in front of her mom, and then and then her hanging out with uh, Nicholas and Hirkir. <laughs> and the scene keeps changing, but the but the uh, and the voices keep changing, but the but everybody says it's not the weight of your hammer, but the strength of your convictions that matters. What are your convictions, Cirrus? And Cirrus says, my friends. The good people of this city. I can't let an evil like this fester. I won't allow it. Alright. You think about the adventure thus far. The trials and tribulations you've gone through with... With Nicklaus, Sirius, and also Jack. Your dearly departed friend. If it weren't for Lillian, or for this company, he might still be alive. And as you think about this, you gain the strength to get up. Uh-oh. You have one health point. Oh, Jesus. Niklaus, from where you are, you see Hukir stagger up. And as you allow the voices to enter your mind, Niklaus, the cacophony of voices continues to grow louder and louder and louder until you can absolutely not even hear yourself think. You can't hear anything. And then they suddenly merge into one. And it just says one word. Live. Meanwhile, Cirrus, as you think about all the people close to you, your family, your friends, anybody that you care about, you blink for a hot second. You're surrounded in darkness with a spotlight shined on you. And you feel your head on someone's lap. You slowly turn around and you look up. And you see the shape of a dragon bathed in bright golden light. It's hard to make out any of the features of this being, but even from here you can sense a certain kind of kindness. And as you bask in its light, you gained one HP. Whoa! And the three of you level up. Whoa! Whoa! Wow. Oh, wow. Such level. So we'll do that real fast. The three of you stand up. Hercule's going to say, The gods don't appear to be done with you yet. Hercule, you stare Lillian in the eyes. And he's like, Brah? And then the three of you feel better. You guys heal for 27 health. Wow. And everybody go ahead and do a per quick perception check. Perception. Natural 20. Nice. 14. 17. Nicklaus, you see a figure on the rooftops for a brief second. And then it disappears into the shadows of the newly emerging dawn light. And we're going to go ahead and re-roll initiative. Wow. Ooh. I got a 10. I also 16 got a 10. for Nicklaus. Nicklaus, you're actually first. You are about 60 feet away from where Lillian and Hirkir are. Nicklaus dusts himself off with a glance to the rooftop. He uh, gives a nod that direction, even though he can't see whoever it was that helped him. And uh, turns his attention back to Lillian and Hercure as he moves closer to assist. So as Niklaus approaches Lillian and Hercure, he pulls out from his bag, throws out the cane. There's like a ration, a key. He's like, no, that's not it. Where is it? <laughs> and he finds a, a Magitek, uh, a nondescript Magitek, but he just needs it as a focus point for the spell as he casts Insight Greed at third level. On Lillian. When you cast a spell, you present uh, the gem used as material component and choose any number of creatures within range that can see you. Each target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by you until the spell ends or until you or your companions do anything harmful to it. While charmed in this way, a creature can do nothing but use its movement to approach you in a safe manner. While an affected creature is within five feet of you, it cannot move but simply stares greedily at the gem you present. He makes a wisdom saving throw. He rolls a four. He fails. As 
your magitek glows, Lillian, who was previously focused on preparing to beat the shit out of Hercule again, turns around. He sees Niklaus holding this bright something. And he's like, brah. Niklaus, what's that? Brah. It's our trump card. And he turns away from Hercule. It's a level nine spell, magitek. And uh, before he turns over, Niklaus psychically speaks to Hercule. He's like, don't hit him, please. He's charmed. Hercule, it's your turn. All right, so has Lillian moved? Is he still in the same place? What? Lillian is still in the same place. He's just turned around from you to look at Niklaus. Okay, I'm preparing an action. Hercule is going to prepare to cast the spell Erupting Earth the moment he sees that Lillian is no longer under Niklaus's spell or control. Yep. Sirius, it's your turn. So Sirius seeing that she does not know that Niklaus cast a spell that on Lillian, but she does see that he's distracted in a very peculiar way. So Sirius is going to run into the Soul's Mart and try to find supplies. And it'll take all of her movement to get there. But she goes into the Soul's Mart, and then on the next turn she's going to search to see if she can find anything useful, like any healing items or stuff, ammo for her shotgun or anything. Alright, you run into the Soul's Mart and you see Tiger. Throw him at Lillian. Not looking too good out there, Tiger. Uh, he <laughs> sees you looking around and he's like, what are, you, what are you looking for? Anything, anything that would be helpful. We're, it's not looking too good out there. Alright, let me see what I got. Thank you. It's Lillian's turn. In his charmedness, he slowly begins to walk 30 feet towards you, Niklaus. And he stares at the magitech that he have raised above your head. Does he roll anything? At the end of his turn, he makes a wisdom saving throw. He makes a wisdom saving throw. He rolls an 11. Fails. He continues to gaze at the thing that you have held out. He's like, brah, Niklaus, we could be rich, brah. Isn't it amazing? Yeah, brah. <laughs> and we're back at the top. It's Niklaus's turn. Niklaus just maintains concentration on the uh, spell as he, as he holds it up for uh, Lillian to see. Lillian continues to stare at it. Hercule, it's your turn. Hercule will move a little bit, 10 feet closer, and maintain readiness to cast a spell constant vigilance and you prepared the same action yep all right and it's back to sirius's turn tiger rummages around at great speed searching for anything useful he darts around like the rabbit that he is what a bro he comes back and he pulls out a magic weapon magitech Ooh, fancy thanks tiger this might this might be the thing that flips it around for us yeah go get that asshole Yes, sir. I use my bonus action to cast magic weapon on my Warhammer, which will turn into a magic weapon, basically. With a plus one bonus to attack rolls and damage rolls, I raise it into the air, and I'm like, Tamara, bless this hammer. And it shimmers with a, with a blue radiance, and it's glittery. <laughs> it's impossible to get it's, rid of. It's bedazzled. It's, it, one might say it's bedazzled. <laughs> and Sirius charges back out of the Souls Mart, shield in one hand, Warhammer in the other, in the other, and gives a battle cry. She's like, "For Falcon's Reach!" And she runs out of the Souls Mart. She does not have enough movement to wait. Hold on, she didn't use an action, so she's going to use her action to dash out of the Souls Mart and joins. And she runs right next to Niklaus, and that'll be her turn. Lillian continues to stare at the thing in Niklaus's hand. He rolls his check at the end of his turn and he rolls a 19 for wisdom. Passes. So when he passes, the effect ends. The effect ends. He looks at you, Niklaus, and he sees Sirius nearby. He's like, bruh, what just happened, bruh? You let your greed get the best of you, Lillian. If it's not the first time, it won't be the last. Yeah, right, bruh. Hercule, your prepared action. I cast Erupting Earth in a 20-foot cube with sort of an 
edge where uh, Lillian is, so it doesn't affect Niklaus or Cirrus over much. A fountain of churned earth and stone erupts. Each creature in that area must make a dexterity saving throw. Lillian rolls his dexterity saving throw. He rolls a 12. He does not make it. He takes 3d12 bludgeoning damage. He takes 17 points of damage. And that ground in that area becomes difficult terrain until cleared. As earth explodes out of the ground. The concrete making up the floor of the courtyard of the business plaza crumbles and roils, catching an unawares Lillian. As he falls into the mix, the broken parts of the concrete smash into his armor, and he's partially caught in all of the stone and concrete. And as he's caught in the concrete, the floor begins to collapse. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Crumbling downwards. But he's still he's still sort of like pretty close to floor level. Yeah. And Niklaus, it's your turn. Niklaus taps into his font of magic, his psychic connection to the voices in his head, and allowing him to use one more sorcery point than he had before this point. And using his new six level sonic sorcery feature, he can now cast any spell first level higher from his sonic spells list using a number of sorcery points equal to the spell's level. So he can cast the first level spell and he chooses Dissonant Whispers. So he'll whisper a uh, discordant melody that only Lillian can hear. And Lillian has to make a wisdom saving throw. Lillian and his wisdom saving throw. He rolls a 13. Fails. He takes 3d6 psychic damage. plus 4, 12 psychic damage and must immediately use their reaction, if available, to move as far as their speed allows away from him. Alright. I previously did say he was mildly trapped. Okay. So if he's not able to move, he doesn't move. Yep. What does Lillian see as your dissonant whispers hits him? He hears me start saying strange noises and as his gaze looks towards me he sees a look of scorn on my face as I cast a spell on him and as he begins to hear the the whispers increase in intensity and begin racking him with terrible psychic pain they're saying things like I'll never amount to anything your father always hated you <laughs> wow you should have given Nicholas a raise your suit isn't tailored very well <laughs> oh shit he doesn't have a suit but if he did it wasn't tailored very well This is what Lillian sees and hears as he looks up into the dawn sky as the earth around him continues to roil him. Cirrus. All right, Cirrus rushes in. As you rush over, you run next to Niklaus and ahead of you, you see the pitiful shape of Lillian embroiled in earth staring up into the sky as he mumbles about his father. He is on the cusp of death. Cirrus, Cirrus says a short prayer. It's like, baby, may you find peace in the next world. She still is going to do the attack. She's merciful and forgiving up to a point. That point has been breached. So, oh, of course, okay. First attack will be a 10. A 10 does not hit. All right, I got the second attack. Come on, give me something. This is an 18 hit. An 18 hits. Oh, yes. Alright, then the damage will be... Give me something good. He'll take 11 damage, and it's magic. Lethal or non-lethal? This is a very important character question. That is a very important character question. It's lethal. Wow. Interesting. You kill Lillian, what does it look like? Sears looks at, down at Lillian and says, I'll show you the same kindness you showed Valerie. And then brings the Warhammer down on his head. And we don't need to get into the grisly details, but he dead now. <laughs> <laughs> we do a cutaway of some blood splashing onto the roiled concrete. And then the concrete falls. The three of you stand victorious in the courtyard. And as the three of you look on, you see in the hole 
in which Lillian fell, that there's something down here. guys, it's your adequately perplexed dungeon master. That was sure an awful amount of natural ones on my part. That dice is getting melted down into a coaster, that's for sure. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Adequately Advanced Magic. We have just one more episode to wrap everything up for this season, after which we'll take a short break by doing our Desperate Orcish Housewife bonus arc. Join us next time as Hukir, Nick Klaus, and Sears discover even more mysteries.